is Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This episode of The Swirl Speed is sponsored by Sip and Share Wines. Sip and Share Wines is a micro winery that produces a variety of artisanal vegan wines. They recently launched their Seven Words collection, which features a different word for every occasion. With words like gratitude and abundance, you can understand why each glass should be sipped and shared with friends during all of life celebrations. The owner and friend of the podcast, Nicole Kearney, is passionate about creating experience for wine lovers who are often underrepresented by the industry. Learn more by following Sip and Share Wines on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter today. Cheers! Welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. I am here. Find me up. Swell Suite Podcast. I'm here with very two special guests. What? You got the check. You got the check. I'm back. <laughs> So please introduce yourselves, Vine of the Rhymes. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll jump in. Uh, I'm go by the name of Kev Kennedy, aka DJ Feeling It. One half of the Vine of the Rhyme crew. Loving life right now. Got a glass of wine. I don't want to show y'all because it's that bootleg stuff. I don't want you talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Ain't no shame. Ain't no shame. No, less than Mad Dog or something. But hey, there you go. all good. And my name is uh, BJ Suber, the other half of the Vinyl Rhyme team, uh, also known as Dr. Deep Crates. And I will show you my glass because I learned from last time because I, I was shamed because I didn't have anything to drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before we even go any further, we have to know what y'all are drinking, even the bootleg stuff. If you call, I mean, if, is it really bootleg though? It's conundrum. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's light on the pockets. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't like the $800 bottle of wine I had in Australia with my wife. I mean, I'll tell you about that story later. Okay. Balling. Yeah. <laughs> You're flexing kind of heavy there. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Can't even pronounce it, but it was good. And sir, what are you drinking? It's called uh, Miolo. It's a Brazilian Cabernet. Okay. I see you. Let's do it. All right. Show it off. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm drinking a red as well. I'm drinking um, a Sicilian Syrah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Versus yeah. an Italian Syrah. All right. Sure. <laughs> Alliteration now. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So for the listeners who do not know you guys, tell yeah. everybody what Vine of the Rhyme is. Sure. You want to hit that, B? Okay. Vine of the Rhyme is a music and wine pairing experience where we blend music, we blend wine and we blend education and we blend just a good ass time all into one. Yeah. yeah. Edutainment. 
We call it, it I can't we can't take credit for that. Just shout out to KRS one. First time I ever heard somebody <laughs> say that. I gotta give them credit. But yeah, it's edutainment for sure, man. We we try to demystify kind of the um the jargon that is used a lot of the time with winemaking. I mean that's just one strand of bonnet rhyme. Um we try to demystify wine terms by using music. Um we have other marketing adventures as well that we um host under the name of Vine and the Rhyme as well. But it all ties back into wine and music and have like I like that. We gotta use that and have just having a good ass time. Mm-hmm. We wine different. That's our hashtag. We wine different. Okay. I like it. And, yeah. <laughs> and so you guys have been on our show before. It was three years ago. Oh dang. Um yeah, I know, right? Time flies. Yeah. I had so- a Caesar back then. <laughs> so um, I think my first question, wait, let's back up before I get into like all my detailed questions. Like, how did this get started for y'all? Sure, sure. Um, so it happened kind of like we were having conversations about doing stuff together by way of quick background. B and I actually went to high school together back in Philly. Um, I relocated back. I relocated to D.C. Then he came down to D.C. B has been DJing since we were in high school. Um, and then I started DJ. I was in radio and then started DJing a little bit later on. Um, so we were just in his rec- in his basement, just doing records back and forth, DJing, spinning tunes, and uh, we were drinking. And um, quite frankly, it was a little bit. It wasn't even wine. We we gonna keep it. We gonna keep it funky. It, it was it was more. <laughs> it was a little ripple involved. It was a little henny involved in that situation. But uh, we ran out of wine. I mean, ran out of liquor. And then there was some wine. And um, basically, we were like, damn, this record really kind of goes with this wine. And then we started going back and forth. But I honestly just thought it was the alcohol buzzing. And so, sobered up. And uh, come to find out, we did real research that says that wine is actually influenced by, by the music that you hear. So it's like real legit research behind that. Um, all the way down from using it to influencing your purchasing, purchasing decisions when you're uh, out at a winery. Um, or at your Trader Joe's or wherever. And so we took that concept. A lot of the times they were using um, classical music, sometimes jazz. Um, and then someone actually tried try to use a little rock with it. You know, but we've been hip hop since the 70s, both him and I. And so um, our music catalogs are crazy. That's why they call them deep crates. Because it's like, you see in the background, right? You see the crates. Yeah, it was the first thing I noticed when he logs on. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's not just hip hop. He has like everything. And so we were like, you know, let's go beyond classical. Let's go beyond jazz. And I love jazz. Like, I have jazz music. I like professional jazz musicians in my family. I was raised on it. But we wanted to do hip-hop, and we wanted to do R&B. We wanted to do soca. We wanted to do even EDM. Just uh, make it approachable for every, every day, every man's music. So that's how the concept was really born. Hmm. And we just continued to, you know, to flesh it out. And we thought, okay, we really do have something going on here. And we have a we have a whole new market that, you know, that's untapped because like Kevin mentioned, yeah, we're hip hop kids and, you know, the hip hop generation, we're, we've gotten more mature, our tastes have changed. You know, you, I ain't know they make eight ball or St. Eyes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny not, that you say that too. Doing different things. Yeah. Like if you look at it, just look at the evolution of just hip hop, Cat Center and hip hop right now. You got E-40 got his own wine. You got with Sadat X got his own wine. And so cats, even like Trey Lee, and a lot of cats, they're like, we'll talk with him a little bit later. But it's a lot of cats that are now are referencing wine now, and even in their in their rhymes. And so it's not so much the younger generation, yeah, they on the scissor and all whatever. 
but cats in our era, are, you know, they talking about a little bit more sophisticated things. And plus being in D.C., a market where there's a hell of a lot of black folk and a lot of black folk with uh, disposable income, um, there's wineries around here. But that connection to that winery, I don't think that they're doing a, a specific job in trying to connect to the urban market. So that's where we stepped in and trying to be that conduit to the urban marketplace. I like it. So you guys started, like I said, three years ago, like when you were on the show. Has your palate changed since then? Yeah, I like I like expensive bottles of eight hundred dollar bottles of wine. Now. Wait, I'll break that down for me. <laughs> it was. I mean, I kid, but I'm not kidding. Like this thing was the. I only. I, I have a picture, so I'll send it to you. But I don't remember the name of the wine. But basically, my wife and I were in Australia. We just got back from Australia celebrating our anniversary. And our tenure, and it oh, was just wow. weird. Yeah, crazy, right? Long time. Thank you. And so, um, it was her and I in the wine bar, and these two cats at the end of the bar. That's it. And so, all the servers were really all around them, but you know, they were helping us too. So it wasn't like a beef thing at all. Um, long story short, dude, came, the server came down, was like, "Hey, um, gentleman down the bar wants to give you uh, some wine." We we're like, "All right, bet." So they present the wine to us. And we drink it, and I'm just like, yo, this is the greatest thing ever. So on the low, my wife looks it up, and it, like, elbows me, like, yo, is that $800 a bottle? <laughs> like, and then we looked up the case. The case price was, like, crazy amount of money. Like, so you can't buy it anymore either. It's a vintage 2012, so you can't buy it no more. Um, so, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. So, so anyway, did he open that bottle at the bar, and he just shared it with you guys? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's love right there. Yeah. I- yeah, yeah. So that's right. how my palate has changed. <laughs> well, mine is not as as expensive as as Kev's, but uh, yeah, over the years, yeah, I've definitely developed more of a developing yeah, what I like, what I don't like, but then also being able to tell just some of the highlights and some of the notes of the wine, being able to pick up on that because you know, just being more conscious of, of what I am drinking. Hmm. I'll say I'll say this, like I initially was a red wine drinker like I loved red blends that was my thing um so I tried to maybe I guess around when we started vine like I made a conscious effort to start drinking white wines Hmm. and um it was cool I actually had a quest and I wish I could recall the name but I had a quest to find um a chardonnay Mm -hmm. and like because a lot of times we drink chardonnay like there's a lot of misses with chardonnay sure um but I found this one, and it's a real familiar name. Um, I just can't remember it right now. But they they have it at um, the hotel at College Park in Maryland, the okay. University of Maryland. And I mean, it blew my mind. So, do you remember changed, where it was from? Uh, that that California, California. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, California and you liked Chardonnay. it, and I liked it, which is crazy because okay. right because a lot actually the California Chardonnays I don't like. But okay, this one was crazy. Right. Um, but, but the thing I think by doing these wine tastings, which has really been crazy to me, is I've learned to actually not worry about whether I like the wine or not. Mm-hmm. I actually like tasting wine for the experience of it. Sure. So I don't even have to like it. It's just more a matter of like, oh, I can taste this. Oh, okay. This is different. Oh, this is a little funky. Oh, this is a splat. And so I kind of just like the experience of tasting wine versus just buying what I like. Yeah, I mean, because even when you're a sommelier and you work in a restaurant, you're not tasting wine or experiencing wine for you. You're selecting yeah. wine for other people. 
Right. So, you know, it's a different type of skill. It, it definitely is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm, 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 I'm trying to go that Psalm route. So okay. we'll see, uh, you know, keep your fingers crossed. It's a hell of an investment, though. Oh, yeah, it is. It definitely <laughs> is. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's yeah. cool. So you got, oh, wait, before I go to my next question, I'm all over the place. You guys have a third party now. You have an extra person. Yeah. Tell us about the guy, Tracy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how that came. The guy, Tracy. <laughs> so, so we actually have two. So we do partnerships now. We've actually partnered with a few folks. Shout out to like our girls at Instant Vintage 78. Um, we partnered with them for a couple of for an event. Um, so we kind of branched out and kind of partnered up with folks. But the partnership with Tracy and Ojiz, he's a producer out of Baltimore area. Um, it just came about, I know Tracy, well, Tracy's from Philly, but I know, because we go to the same barbershop, you can't tell by looking at my hair right now, I'm throwing it out, <laughs> but um, we go to the same barbershop, so we homies, and so he had an he had an album that came out in February, so by quick background, we're referring to Tracy Lee, came out with a couple of bangers back in the 90s, um, the amp, the theme, um, it's party time, um, Biggie Smalls, rate, or keep your hands high, a couple other joints. Um, Anyway, so he came out with an album produced by OGs, and so he wanted us to do his launch party as a cool way to roll out his album. So we did that at City Winery. The response was crazy. We sold it out. Um, and we were like, hey, you want to keep this thing rolling? Because City Winery, just in the moment, at the event, was like, yo, y'all want to keep going? And we were just like, all right. So yeah. that's how it came about. Yeah. Exactly wow. Came about. That's like, cool. Three months, and then we just, I guess a couple months ago, they said, hey, just finish out the year. I mean, we're like, yeah. oh, oh, that's what's up. Yeah, like I was I was actually at that Vine the Rhyme, and so I came home. So no, I didn't recognize Tracy. I knew who he was, but I didn't yeah. put face with the name. So when I got home and told my husband, I was like, "Yeah, so they have this guy named Tracy. Um, he played his new album." And so I said it all nonchalantly. He was like, "Hold on, what?" He was like, "What's his last name?" I was like, "Oh, I think it's Tracy Lee." And he was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and so he was like, "Do you know who that is?" Yeah, I, I don't think so. And then he played his song. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. him." Bars. He was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's a wordsmith, deal. man. Yeah, yeah, he's a wordsmith. I, he's so cool. Like, yes, he's Tracy Lee, but to me, he's just that's just the homie. Like, that's how he carries mm-hmm. himself. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he was very cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I just have to say that. Yeah, Tracy adds a whole number of dynamic to the the tasting experience where just the interplay between him and Kev is just a yeah, yeah, yeah. just like more your real fun, contagious chemistry. Yeah. yeah. They are Not both super hype. Every, every <laughs> <night>. <laughs> and then even having his involved as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super dope producer, but he's also, you know, great with the camera as far as all the, you know, videography, photography, yeah. so everybody's kind of bringing something different to the table. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that, that's, that's a dope point. Like, Tracy really brings the authentic tie back into the music, into it. So he's able to kind of go behind, we call it go behind the vine. And so he'll be able to kind of talk about songs and the connection from a in, from real lifetime experience, real life experience, which is super dope. And then Jizz, any of the videography and any of the commercials that you see, um that are on our web on a ig page find it a rhyme you'll see that's all my man jizz who produced the album as well expect the unexpected which is all available on digital platforms that's a commercial go ahead 
<laughs> I didn't get paid for that either. <laughs> That's the radio. <laughs> so you guys branched out to doing um, wine tours. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. You want to hit that, B? Yeah, the wine tours, they were like one of our first, I guess, first ventures because we've, uh, and we've done like five, yeah, we got at least like five right now. And we started, you know, kind of soon after we started doing, you know, Vine to Rhyme on a, on a regular basis. So I think we started maybe doing tours 2016 or so, you know, did a couple that year, did a couple 2017. Uh, last year was just, uh, was kind of an off year for us where we weren't doing the, the Vine of the Rhyme, you know, our typical tasting events, but we were doing uh, events at wineries. Like, we were actually, like, DJing there all day, and we did that, like, five or six times, you know, yeah. in, like, last year. But the tours are just another way of, you know, just engaging, you know, our folks again, providing another experience. And also, uh, we also want to introduce, you know, these wineries to, or these are our folks, you know, you got to, you know, you got to, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Support. Yeah. yeah. You know, this crowd as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're leaving a whole lot of money on the table. Sure. Yeah. You just want to show them that, hey, we can have fun. Everybody's doing well. We're enjoying some good wine. And, you know, we've had, like, awesome responses from the wineries that we've gone to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of goes back to one of the original statements I said where, you know, we, we want to be that link and that conduit to the urban market and the wineries. And a lot of times, just like with a lot of things, um, the marketing is a lack of specific marketing to us. And then also a lack of respect, quite frankly, for our dollar. Sure. And so what is so dope about and the response that we get is, you know, we'll bring in like uh, 30, 40 people, which is crazy for the wine. Like we have to be re- very selective about the winery, wineries that we go to because there aren't a lot now. We've been to so many that there aren't a lot now that can accommodate our our group just from a size perspective. But on top of that, they spend bread, like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a huge payday for these wineries. So they need to kind of really look at their marketing and have some specific marketing for us. And that's what, like, again, that's where we stepped in. Can you tell me some of the wineries you guys have visited? Sure. Um, Paradise Springs. Oh, Paradise Springs is love, awesome. Love. Yeah. Matter of fact, that was the first one. Um, yeah, they're awesome. Them. Absolutely. Um, Hidden Brook. Hidden Brook. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you guys go to Maryland and Virginia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we try to flip-flop. Okay. Um, so we try to do, when we, originally we were going to do spring and fall and then sometimes at some point we started sprinkling other ones in there but it's like fall we'll go to virginia and the spring we'll go to maryland mm. nice i like that yeah and the dope thing about it is we bring our turntables onto the onto the bus so we dj live on the bus mm. yeah it gets crazy like oh, if you I, look I, at the ig like videos party bus yeah it's yeah, a literal party bus i love it yeah. i love it so um if you guys could take Vine the Rhyme to another city, what mm-hmm. city would you choose? Uh, one, it won't be if. It's uh, more a question of when. Okay, I Dang. love it. Yes. So, I mean, we're definitely, yeah, we're working on some things on, like, going, definitely going back home, like, you okay. know, back up to Philly. I figured yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. I'd say probably, like, the top two markets just off the, off the top of the dome is mm-hmm. New York and Atlanta, because mm-hmm. those are, yeah, Atlanta is just, you know, the, you know, the new chocolate city. 
Sure. And, you know, New York is just, you know, you make it there, you know, you make it anywhere. So those yeah. are the top spots that I think we want to go to next. And then and actually, I just came back from um, a press trip in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and um, they've got some killer wineries out there. So you yeah. got your, yeah. Yeah, Chadsport is really dope. Chadsport wine, really dope out there in PA. Yeah. But the other side of it too is we're thinking globally as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a... Pr- I'm a prisoner of the moment, so Australia, but um, anytime like we go somewhere, like trying to make connects locally so that we can come back. And the the goal, one of the goals is to not only do East Coast, hop over to the West Coast, do Seattle, that whole run, but Mm -hmm. then take it overseas, um, particularly Santorini. Like I had a hell of a time in Santorini. And so did I. Yeah. Yeah. So the wines, oh, yeah. Did you go to the winery where they had, like the wine, they told you a story about how the wine was like a, it's like this tube that goes out out of the mountain, and they engineered it so that it would go directly to the. What's boat, the name? So you remember the name of the winery? Wait, man, my memory Sorry. is horrible okay. for so many reasons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember that story though. But yeah, it was. It's basically it was windy as hell, and I okay. think it's always windy. And you go up to the top, and it's like real rocky. You, when you go up to the top, you can look out to the ocean. That's the only thing I remember it. Okay, it sounds yeah. familiar, but yeah. Santorini is like water all around it. So yeah, true yeah. that. Well, because okay. it's an island, right? Yeah. Oh right. well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We also want to go to to Paris. So you, if oh, you know somebody, you know. <clears throat> you you know we do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Message. <laughs> that would be amazing. Vine the rhyme in Paris. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want to go all over, like South Africa, mm-hmm. Chile, uh, go down to Mendoza, like yeah, hit up all them spots. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we know people of color in all of those areas, so yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, just, it just is. post it. That would be great. Yep. So that was my last series question. Now comes the segment where I ask y'all random shit. Ah, love it. All right. (laughs) All right. What is your pet peeve as a DJ? I already know. Go ahead. I I, I know what mine is. Go ahead, B. Okay. Of course, the number one most obvious one is, you know, request. Ding, 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 ding. Really? So it's request. Okay. So does it matter when you receive the request? Yeah, I mean, well, everything is kind of like within the moment because okay. sometimes there are some like, oh, so, oh, that's a, that's a good point where now you'll take somebody's you know request, you can process it with how you're going because mm-hmm. we, we got the night not so much planned out, but we kind of have a vibe of you know where we want to take things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and timing for it, like, okay, we're gonna do this for 15 minutes, or if this happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the party here, or if mm-hmm. this happens, yeah. okay. So I'm, yeah. I, cause I know DJs that won't even do weddings because they don't like playlists. They don't like yeah. a couple to give them playlists yeah. to go by. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot of weddings, a lot of corporate events. Like that's my bread and butter. Like I don't do a lot of clubs and a lot of that stuff anymore. Um, I don't like, I don't like dealing with promoters per se. So I like weddings and corporate events, but um, yeah, you have to, particularly with weddings, you have to deal with the bride and groom. And I'm cool with that actually, because I actually will weave it in. So it, it all sounds right from a, from a sound standpoint. But it's when that person comes up to you and it's like, hey, and the drunk aunt is like, hey, I want to hear the B-52s. I'm like, nah, like, we doing hip hop right now, sis. Like, relax. And so <laughs> that's, yeah. 
That's and also the, the patience with the request, because okay, yeah, it's not gonna happen right now. It's like not a jukebox, right? Yeah. It's gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta flow together. Because if you throw yeah. something right then and there for that person, yeah, everybody else is looking at you all crazy. Yep, yep. Like, that just doing. happened to me too, boy. So, yeah, you gotta you know, give give it. We're the professionals. You gotta give it some time. You know, give it. Yeah, some, we can move it in. We can work it in there and make it. Yeah, everything flow right. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see another pet peeve. Uh, special. Tell on me why you mad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could be DJ, I could be DJ Frankie sometimes, but uh, especially like the mobile gig where you're just setting up and yeah, you're just trying to figure out where you're gonna place your speakers, where you're gonna you know put everything in, is when folks want to have a full blown conversation with you <laughs> as you're setting up. Yeah, it's like oh, like you know, just give me some time so I can you know. I'm, I'm under the gun right now. I gotta, you know, put, yeah. put that over. There. I gotta yeah. run the wires and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I love my brother B. He's mad meticulous. So I love my brother, but that dude, like, yeah, them wires gotta be straight. Like, <laughs> yo, do not rush my man's. I mean, he looks serious on all the vine rhymes. So yeah, I just, right. I wave or something, but right. I, you know, I stay clear. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually happy go lucky, and I'm, I'm probably one of the funniest people that you know, but you just don't know it yet. On the low. Yeah. Got it. Sneak disses be killing me every time. You sneak dissing <laughs> me all the time. Nah, but it's just, I guess, it's, it's my the, the facial demeanor. That's all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, Those are like the two main ones. Yeah. Uh, name an artist that doesn't get enough credit. I got one from this morning, yo. I I swear, and I've been thinking this, but it just so happened that Fat Joe, um, like, what song was it? Um, you got a flow, Joe came on. Like, I was listening to this old Funk Master, Funk Master Flex tape, um, getting ready this morning, and like. The reason why I say Fat Joe, this dude has been doing it since what, like ninety two, ninety three, maybe ninety four. And he ha- he has a like bona fide anthem in every decade, and he'll put a project out right now. But he, I think he has something new that just came out, and it, it's going to at least have one thing, one banger. Like he has a formula, and it he's works. Got it. Like, yeah, the man he's got it. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. And he's one of the people that you guys say, oh, he's actually gotten better. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yep. cool. he never comes up in the goat conversation, like the LL conversation, the whole mm-hmm. conversation. He never comes up in the goat, but he should be at least he should get a mention because this dude has a deck like three decades worth of a career. That's crazy. Hmm. That's my vote. Okay, what about you, B? Yeah, I'll say, uh, I guess he does kind of get like on some levels, he does get like his proper due, but like definitely, I like, Fonte doesn't have. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they just came out with a project too. Yeah, the little brother, they they came out. Yeah, reunion joint. You know, doing a lot of stuff on that Sherman Showcase, which is uh, hilarious on the uh, IFC. Yeah, even just the the foreign exchange projects where, okay, mm-hmm. get down. He's a he's a passable singer. I can definitely I can listen he to. He is a passable singer. I have to agree. Not, yeah, not be wishing that this guy's rhyme. It's not. It's not like a Drake situation where. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll put and he the- can do both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. I think my vote is—it's it's not hip hop, but I don't think Bilal gets as much credit as he deserves. Good vote, dude is mad talented, man. I mean, this dude 
brought Prince to life at the tribute. Yeah, facts. I don't need to say anything else. Facts, facts, facts. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So. That first album, first. Come on. Come on. Track for track. Track yeah. for track was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was the third album. The second album, eh, the third album was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, good one. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What song do you hate playing as a DJ? This is how we do it. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. Good one. Do people really request that song still? I do a lot of weddings, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I think it's expected, especially doing like yeah, weddings and corporate gigs. Yeah. Party stuff like that, especially yeah. like in mixed company. Then it's like okay. Oh yeah, they love that, don't you know, they? Yeah. Want to play, but yeah. I don't see us requesting that. Nah, it, it's the corporate gigs okay. and the weddings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't do yeah. but I know it's a layup. So I was like, uh, let me just. Yeah. So that, yeah. So True. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with slides. I, I'm so over slides, but I got to play. I don't know what that is. Oh, cha-cha slide. Oh, um, those. Oh. Electric slide. Okay. Uh, Cupid shuffle. Got it. Yeah, all that. The line dances, okay. All yeah. the line dances, yeah, they got, they got it. it. Yeah, we forbid those at my wedding. Yes. <laughs> well, salute. <laughs> I had some yes. bad aunties there, though. What'd you say? Yeah. I had some mad aunties there waiting to do some of the little Mississippi cha-cha. They were sure. Yeah. They were all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just did um an event for Howard just a couple of, probably a couple of months ago, I did their um medical association's um event. And so they told me up front, they was like, yo, it's going to be primarily 60 plus. And mm-hmm. so bring your, bring your A game as far as that. And I was like, all right, cool. They was like, and play a lot of slides. I was like, yeah, whatever, okay. Yo, they were straight mad I didn't play the electric slide. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. That's, the le- that's the least that I put. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a cha-cha slide. And I, but I will never go all the way down to the electric slide. <laughs> I mean, they were straight mad. Like, auntie was mad, like, coming up, like, that person making requests. Like, yo, you want to play that electric slide? So I was like, I finally was like, I just played it at the end. That was the last song I played. I mean, it was a hit. But, but they, wow. on, man, electric slide? <laughs> really? Anyway. <laughs> Oh man. All right. So do you have a a song that sort of creeps you out that makes you like like oof, that's a that's a spooky sound. That's a mm. that song makes me feel weird. I don't know. Okay. Mm. It wasn't until uh I guess us came out. Oh every time I hear that 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 remix for I got five on it. That's sure. it's, yeah. It's a little creepy. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't front. I, I, any, I look, I listened to a Gravediggers not too long ago. Just anything off of their album was is pretty damn creepy. Like that, they went way overboard with that particular project. Like RZA, like you, you went overboard, man. Like that, that was pretty bad. That was, was the bear witness. And then that, that joint. I, I can't even remember the name of it anymore. But it's a creepy ass song. Mm. Yeah. Um, my vote is Hail Mary um, to Pac. Pac? Yeah. Or actually Machiavelli? Oh, yes. Yes. It's, uh, it just makes me feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. Run, come with me. Yeah, yeah does Hail it. Mary. <laughs> I just wanted to creep you out real quick. Hail <laughs> 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 
<laughs> okay. What is your favorite commercial song or jingle? Mm. I have juvenile humor. So that upset stomach diarrhea song oh, is <laughs> that jaw is hilarious to me. Because <laughs> it has a the Pepto Bismol John. That's it has a dance I'm to go with it. Oh, what a relief it is. That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Upset stomach, diarrhea. You can't see what I'm oh. doing. I'm doing the dance. <laughs> Upset stomach, diarrhea. Yeah, that John is hilarious. don't forget what the commercial is for either. So. No, that's yeah. all about it. It made me think of that little song we sang when we was kids. What was, um, it's, um oh, if there's, I was driving in my Chevy and I felt something heavy. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Oh. Y'all remember that, John? That was a commercial too from back in the day. There's a theme with me. <laughs> I, and I, we have to wrap this up because I do have to use the restroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I need some Amodium. Mm. Tighten it up. <laughs> True. B, do you have What's an answer? Uh, uh, <laughs> I like the... It was that Nike commercial back in the day, just when you hear the sneakers and the dribbling. Oh, uh, that's creative. Yeah. Okay. True. Right. True. And McDonald's, I'm loving it. That, that's, yeah. That's a year. Yeah. I mean, you got to go. What's Tyrese? Always. Always. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the start of Tyrese. I was like, that kid got talent. He going to do things. <laughs> Am I the only hoodie because the, the, huh? shoe, the Shoe City commercial? My city? Girl, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Between that and Eastern Motors. Oh, like, yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Like, I, 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 not that I would never put my hands on a child, but I, in my mind's eye, that's a little, like, a little smart-ass little girl. My city, your city, shoe city. Like, you got too much sass in your damn shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Don't sass me, little girl. Just go get my size 11s. Stack. Oh, gosh. All right, last question. Name a song that will be on your soundtrack to your life. Go ahead, B. I got mine. You got a... There's a couple, but I'll say it definitely the world is yours. Mm. You can put... Yeah, the original and the and the Q-Tip remix on there. Ooh. Well played, young man. Well played. Thank you, sir. Soundtrack, man. Kanye West Power. Love that damn song. Nice. Yeah, if you break down the lyrics of that, dope song. Okay. Um, mine is Green Eyes, Erica Badu. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. I gotta make. I gotta play that on uh, on Wednesday just for yeah. you. Yeah, we'll your... be there. Word. That's yeah, what's we'll up. Be there. We'll be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. for those of y'all that don't know, we doing we featuring uh. Mike Jackson's Off the Wall, the 40th anniversary of that banger. And so we're pairing that with uh, music at um, City Winery. So it's a part of our residency there. So it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I'll be there. So come out and check us out. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate you having us. When I saw that of email, course. I was like, yo. <laughs> Yes, of, course. of course before we go tell everybody where they can follow the both of you individually and von Duran. all right you can follow us on uh, instagram at vine of the rhyme 
everything spelled correctly and all together. Uh, you can follow me at Dr. Deep Crates, D-R-D-E-E-P, Crates, C-R-A-T-S. And you can follow Kev at DJ Feeling It. And Kev, give him the spelling. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm from Philly. So it's D-J-P-H-E-E-L-I-N-I-T, all one word. The P-H, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> Cause you know, you see where I'm rocking right now. See that action? Oh yeah. My goodness. Yeah. You see that? You see that right there? Although we took that L yesterday. That's all right. <laughs> so you guys got an event coming up at City Winery on Wednesday. Is there a wine tour coming up as well? It is. It is. We got a few things popping off. Um, okay. So we have a wine tour. Um, just mark your calendars for November second. We haven't released the um, the link for it just yet, but mark your calendars for November second. We're going to gas up the bus. Um, and then we have actually our next, we already announced our next, uh, Vine of the Rhyme. It's not going to be a city winery. You want to tell them about it, D? Yeah, that's going to be October 10th at Smith Public Trust. And this one is going to be like in celebration of basically Howard University because it's right during homecoming. And we're going to feature artists you know, that went to Howard. Like, oh, that, that is, yeah. I love it. Mike Roberto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Young Guru, some of his songs that he's been a part of. Mm -hmm. Kenny Lattimore, Crystal Waters, you know, Angela Winbush. So it's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be not album focused, but yeah, it's going to be, you know, focus on, you know, what, you know, HU has brought to the table. Yep. And can't forget Tracy Lee, Howard, Howard alumnus. And, and, uh, and lead off. Yep. Yeah. And of course, my personal favorite, Donald Byrd. So yeah. got to do that. And, you know, we could do the same thing for Morgan State if somebody we know attended Morgan State and would well, want to, you MSU. know, you know, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Of course. We tried to do a fan one because, uh, yeah, it's hurt me to do this Howard one and not, not the fan one. But, you know, <laughs> it's about the HBCU love. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I went to a uh, HWCU, uh, historically white college and university. Okay. All right. Uh, Temple University in Philly, but it's the next best thing to a black college, let me tell you. <laughs> it's, it's like the Diet Coke of black colleges. Yeah, let okay. me tell you. All right, we'll take that. We'll take that. Surrounded by blackness. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, guys, thanks again for being on the Swirl Suite. I'll sure. see you guys on Wednesday. Y'all have a good night. All right, you too. Thank you, love. Thanks for checking out the Swirl Suite today, guys. You can follow us wherever you find your podcasts. And we love comments. Please leave some comments on Apple Podcasts. And we love feedback. Please reach out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or our email address, swirlsuite at gmail.com. Cheers. They say being a parent is a full-time job. But I already have one of those. Luckily, I use Instacart to help me order everything I need while I'm stuck in meetings all day. So while Instacart is helping me get groceries, snacks for school lunches, and something for at-home happy hour, I get more time back to juggle my day job and my mom job. Save time by downloading the Instacart app or visit instacart.com to get $10 off your first order using the code INGREDIENTS10. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $35. Delivery subject to availability. Additional terms apply.